0: Hi, this is Elizabeth Smith-McCrossan here to provide you with my weekly constituency MLA update for Cumberland North. Today is Monday, January the 30th, 2023, and there's certainly no shortage of things to talk about with you today on my weekly update. Of course, globally, we're still seeing a major conflict between Ukraine and Russia, And also Israel and Palestine. Here in North America, we've seen yet another death of a young black man, this time in Memphis, Tennessee. Ta'ir Nichols, Canadian police chiefs have condemned his death, this death of a young black man who was savagely beaten by police during a traffic stop in the United States, saying officers involved must be held accountable. The condemnation of the actions that led to Tyre, Tyre Nichols' death came as authorities in Memphis, Tennessee released a video of what happened. The footage shows officers holding Nichols down and striking him re- repeatedly as he screamed for his mother. And it's just just chilling for, for t- us to see this. The association of his death may especially be triggering for black communities uh, here and and I, I want to bring this up in my update today because we have uh, many just incredible um, African Nova Scotians living right here in Cumberland County. And this is going to be very difficult for, for everyone to see, but most especially uh, those living here in our Black community. An independent review has been called for, and we, of course, will be encouraging that as well. Of course, we're waiting for an independent review to be done right here in Cumberland County on the tragic death of our very own Allison Holtoff. Here in Canada, Ali's death catapulted the brokenness of our healthcare system to be front and centered of news and political work. Of course, Prime Minister Trudeau is meeting with all the premiers on February the 7th to discuss federal funding. But here locally, we have yet to see our own premier agree to an independent investigation into Ali's death. We will be continuing to support the family's request for that and expect that to be done. Here in the Maritimes and here locally, we are in the throes of winter and people are having to deal with the higher costs of heating, lack of availability of housing, the effects of inflation, especially on those who have fixed incomes, the high prices of food and heating costs are making things very difficult for people. And I'm having people come into my office and contact me um, about these concerns. Last week in politics, as your MLA, we're continuing to share and pressure our provincial government to implement our 16-point action plan to address emergency health services here at Cumberland Regional. You should know as residents in this area that neither the Premier or the Minister of Health have responded to any of the communication that we have sent since Alison Holtoff's death tragically on December the 31st. It's a sad sad statement to the lack of leadership qualities at the highest echelons in government. The fact that the only communication I've received was from the Department of Justice threatening to sue me if I didn't remove a Facebook post, letting my community know that I had asked the Minister of Health to complete an investigation into Allison's death. And of course, that was done uh, after being requested by her husband. I can only hope that a more mature and ethical reaction will come in the days and weeks ahead. Certainly, I believe the people, uh, you, expect those of us in leadership roles to always put people first and investigate any potential wrongdoings, have transparency, and never try to hide anything or slip anything under the rugs. You all deserve to have access to health services when and where you need them. The goal to have excellence in healthcare services is not something I am willing to stop trying to achieve. I know that most people are drawn to work in healthcare because they want to help other people and they care about other people. The structure known as Nova Scotia Health sometimes seems to get in the way of this. This organization was formed by the previous government. We all know that it hasn't worked. So I am surprised that the current premier is continuing to allow this organization to just continue building its kingdom and protecting itself rather than paring down administration and non-clinical management and become more focused on patients, more focused on patient care, your healthcare experience, and improving to have more positive health outcomes for patients and their families. And that's certainly what I'm going to be advocating for, what what I have been advocating for on your behalf and will continue to do so. Last week, I held meetings with emergency room physicians that had contacted me to share with me their frustration with this organization called Nova Scotia Health. And the lack of transparency and willingness to listen to them, the doctors, to find ways to improve the patient care. The common theme that I'm hearing from across the province, including our own doctors at Cumberland Regional, is that non-clinical management, meaning people that have no healthcare education and experience in these management positions, are not listening to our doctors and that is leading to a lot of the problems that we're seeing. The good thing is this is something that can be changed. Leadership that listens, leadership that respects and responds to the people that are working on the front lines is exactly what is needed and that is certainly possible so that is what we are going to be advocating for. Last week, I spoke with CBC in the morning along with MLA Megan Mitten as we spoke about the reasons why our maritime provinces should be working together in collaboration for a clinical health strategy on many issues like licensing issues as well as electronic medical record platforms. And I'm uh, really happy to be able to partner with Megan Mitten on that. And we will continue to look for ways to work together on this important issue. On Friday, I also had an interview with Todd Vino in 95.7 in Halifax to also discuss healthcare. Other issues I want to tell you about today are that there is going to be a Cumberland Community Fund that is being worked on and organized by Morse Hogg as well as many other people in our community, including Denise Leahy. So stay tuned for this. They're forming a society and People uh, will be able to make donations, large and small, and this fund will be built and the interest payments from this fund will be then paid back into our community, into organizations that are looking for ways to, to make our community a better place. Also, there's a founding meeting for the Cumberland Acadian Society. That's very exciting to see. On Wednesday, February the 15th, I also want to thank Leon Landry, Michelle Malpy-LeBlanc, and Morris Hogg for organizing this. This has been a long time coming. My grandfather, Leon Melanson, was an Acadian, and I have ancestry going back to Charles Melanson in the 1600s here in Nova Scotia. I look forward to supporting this Acadian Society and building opportunities into the future to capitalize on our rich history and culture right here. I was very pleased to see an announcement made by the town of Amherst last week regarding housing. And one of their announcements was that they are going to be working uh, individually with developers and contractors based on their needs for infrastructure. A year ago, I held a meeting between local developers and contractors and invited the mayor of Cumberland and the mayor of Amherst to hear their concerns so that we could look for ways to reduce barriers or remove roadblocks to better support our developers and contractors so that we can get more housing built. We absolutely need more housing and we need housing for everyone, whether it's low income or higher income levels. We need more housing built here in the town of Amherst and in the county of Cumberland. So I was very pleased to see town council put forth some changes there so that we can get some better results here with housing being built in our area. This week, I'm in Halifax today with meetings. Stay tuned for ongoing work on the healthcare front. My staff and I are continuing to plan for the spring session of the legislature. Healthcare, housing, affordability, changing the culture on how sexual assault is handled in our workplaces and in the justice system, roads and bridge work, and much more are just some of the issues that my staff and I are working on. There are a couple of things I also want to make sure that you are all aware of. One is the Heating Assistance Rebate. It will be available after tomorrow for you to apply to. If you need help with this, just uh, contact my office. We'll be happy to serve you. The Heating assistant Rebate Program helps low- and moderate-income Nova Scotians with the cost of home heating. The rebates are $1,000 for each household, and you can apply up until March 31st. And This is something that's been in place for a while now, but uh, many of us in opposition really really pressured the government in the fall session to both increase the threshold and increase the amount. And we were really pleased that they did listen to that and do that. Now, there's also another program called housewarming. If you're interested in learning more about the possibility of having free heat pumps, for your home. Of course, there are income criteria and you can apply by going online to housewarming.ca. Uh, there's also a phone number you can call and I'll leave that number for you as well. And if you don't have a pen and paper, you can certainly call my office for that phone number and also it is available online. So the, the phone number for the housewarming program is 1-877-434-2136. Again, one 877 434 two, one, three, six. So if you were previously enrolled in the home warming program and heat your home with oil, regardless, uh, or if you've had upgrades or not, you are eligible to reapply to the home warming program to be considered for heat pump and any electrical panel upgrades needed to install them. So certainly something that some of you may be interested in. Next week uh, I want to let everyone know that I've organized uh, a meeting. So if you belong to a nonprofit and or any community group that's looking for funding from the provincial government, I want you to consider attending, whether in person or virtually online, a meeting that I'm holding next week from Community Cultures and Heritage. So if you are involved in any festival planning or any other community programs and you're looking for funding, come to the meeting and just hear all of the different programs and grant applications that Community Cultures and Heritage do offer. I would like to start seeing our communities here in Cumberland County start accessing more of this provincial funding. So February the 9th from 10 30 a.m. to 12 noon, you can attend in person or virtually to this session. The meeting will be held at the Business Innovation Center at 5 Ratchford Street. My goal as your MLA is to make sure that everyone in our area is more aware of the opportunities that currently exist and get more money flowing in Cumberland County. All right, so I'd like to send birthday and anniversary greetings to anyone who's celebrating this week including, I want to say, yesterday was a very special man's birthday, Paul Hicks. Some of you may know Paul from being around downtown. Um, He is doing much better these days, and I'm so proud of my husband. He took Paul a birthday cake yesterday, and uh, Paul was very grateful. So if any of you are able, please wish Paul Hicks a belated birthday. His birthday was yesterday on Sunday. Monday, today, January the 30th, Leslie Lockhart, Jason Morse, and Wanda St. Peter are celebrating birthdays. Tomorrow, on Tuesday, January 31st, Janice Smith is celebrating a birthday. Wednesday, February the 1st, Sandy Colville and Nicholas Perry. Thursday, February 2nd, Lisa Wilson and Donna Gogan are celebrating. Friday, February the 3rd, Melissa Ketty and And Connie Moore of Linden are celebrating birthdays. And Saturday on the 4th, Dale Kearney, who owns the Maritime Tartan Company downtown Amherst, uh, is celebrating a birthday, as well as Jessica Trennan and Rosalie Blair. Now, Rosalie does not live here right now, but any of you listening that know Rosalie know she grew up in Northport. She lives up north. And I want to send Rosalie special birthday greetings from right here in Cumberland County. I would like to send my sympathies to anyone who has lost a loved one recently, including family and friends of Helen Bell Bradshaw, Donald Joseph Beliveau, and Burnell or Gubby Joseph Richard. If anyone else has lost a loved one, please accept my condolences. It is certainly my honor to serve you, the residents of Cumberland North, I will continue to push for changes in the weeks ahead, including improvements to local health services, addressing access to affordable housing and other measures to make life more affordable, as well as helping the Cumberland area to realize our full economic potential. Please contact me anytime 902 661 Eight or by email Elizabeth Smith Macrossan at nova Scotia.ca. You can also visit my website at www.elizabethsmithmacrossan.ca for any updates on there, as well as information about our sixteen-point action plan that we have released to government. My mission continues to be to represent you, the people of Cumberland North. I'm an independent MLA, meaning I work for you, the people, building on a foundation of truth and justice, determination and dedication honesty, being a servant leader, and empowering all people, each and every one. We build on the strength of our veterans before us and stand firm on the four pillars of excellence in healthcare, affordability, caring for our Mother Earth, and entrepreneurship in the economy. We embrace our diversity, strive for equity and inclusiveness, and celebrate our history and arts and culture of all of our people. Take care of yourself, take care of others, and have a great week.